hands of time, giving him up to a pretty young heiress. Find out how it all unfolds in the Metropolitan Opera's presentation of Strauss's most popular opera, De Rosen Cavalier. 10 a.m. Saturday, April 22nd at Sheridan's Wild Theater. What if you had more time to manage your business operations, sell your products, or take a vacation? What if you had someone to pay your bills, handle your payroll, or watch your bottom line? Let the accounting professionals at Harker Mellinger add free time to your schedule by providing a cost-effective bookkeeping service as well as adding useful management reports for your business. Call or visit Harker Mellinger at 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. And remember, the initial consultation is always free. When you talk to your pets, this is what they hear. And your dog replies... Hey, Mr. Whiskers, I think he's saying we're getting new dog and cat food from Northwest Naturals. Raw diets for dogs and cats sold locally only at the Health Nut. He says Northwest Naturals has cat treats, too. Which means you guys stay here. I'm going to the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall right now. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, they have a wide selection of estate jewelry, including gold, silver, and platinum. With new items arriving weekly, now is the perfect time to stop in. Items include pre-owned Rolex watches, vintage and modern rings, pendants, earrings, and more, all at great values. They're also buyers of gold, silver, and platinum jewelry, paying maximum prices for diamonds and fine gemstones. So hurry in to Legacy Diamond and Gems, where quality and value are always in style. Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street, downtown Sheridan. At Sheridan Funeral Home, we are experienced and skilled professionals who will guide you through your time of loss and take care of every detail. Kimberly Kozel and Carrie Kimmel have deep roots in the Sheridan community and over 35 years combined experience. We won't compromise quality and pledge our honesty and integrity in helping families during a time of need. We take pride in our responsibility to lighten the burden as you take the first steps toward healing. Visit SheridanFuneral.com or call 307-683-9200. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan College Foundation is receiving these funds for random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. And welcome to Public Pulse. Now, uh, with me this morning is the Chief Executive Officer of the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, Dixie Johnson. Good morning, Dixie, and welcome back. Good morning, Floyd. Yes, nice to see you. It's good to see you as well. I didn't have to compete with the weather to get over here this morning. Isn't that nice? Oh, I've never appreciated spring (laughs) so much in my life, Dixie. Uh, Absolutely love seeing that sun first thing in the morning. Uh, How was your holiday weekend? It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Spent some time with uh, the grandkids and my children and my husband, and it was just a really nice weekend. That's fantastic. And yours? Uh, Mine was good. I shampooed carpets. That's awesome. Uh, (laughs) So I got some work done around the house. 
Now, uh, hopefully the, the spring weather is here to stay. How's everyone uh, reacting to the sun being out down in the office? Oh, wow. I think everybody's excited. You see more people coming out and smiles on people's faces. And I think it's going to be, um, I think we're going to see a lot more activity going on now that the sun's going to be out. Hopefully at least for, you know, the First few days of this week, we might get a little bit of weather, it looks like, towards the end of the week, but then it's supposed to come back out, and it's it's nice that we're finally turning the corner. Absolutely. Uh, this weekend, we had a flea market over in Johnson County. I was able to take the wife and head out there. It was crowded. I bet. Um, I bet. I think people are just tired of being inside. Mm, they are. They are. You know, we had to go through COVID, and then we got this long winter, right. and we're just we're just wanting to be out. Right. Just, I'm ready for the golf course to open. You know, I'm hoping that I don't want the flooding, but I also want the I do want the thawing so we can get out on the golf course and start getting a little bit more exercise and get together with friends and enjoy. I, I love the game of golf, so uh, uh, that's what what I'm really looking forward to. You know, when I was in the military, I tried getting into golf, and I just it just didn't take. I've got a slice that's just the meanest thing you ever. <laughs> I would have to literally hit the ball away from the hole to get it any closer yeah. to where I'm trying to get. Yeah, it was it was bad, bad <laughs> dog legs. I did all right, but uh, yeah, my slice was nasty. Now, when it does, uh, I'm going to go off topic here just real okay. quick. When it does come to flooding, are you hearing any of your people or or any businesses downtown? Voicing concerns with that because that's that's should be on everybody's mind. Right? I think it is on a lot of people's mind. I know um, that the emergency management coordinator, you know, they they have lots of uh, sand and bags, and people can go fill up sandbags if they're concerned about their their own areas. Um, I used to, I live in Sheridan now. I used to live in Dayton, and I know in thinking about that with the you know the thawing that's going to happen out there, I'm re- really concerned about Dayton and some other um, areas, of course, Ranchester and. I'm, I'm, you know, hopefully it won't be too terribly bad, but there's an awful lot of snow, an awful lot of snow up on the mountain that's, uh, if it, if it warms up quickly, we're going to have some challenges. I, I was a little worried this, uh, this weekend just because it did get so warm mm-hmm. down in the, in the lower parts. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really hoping that that temperature stays a little lower up top, uh, for a little, little longer and, uh, maybe we'll avoid that flash flood, but, right. uh, Everybody be sure that you've got sandbags ready and good to go. Locations are online. All you got to do, jump on SheridanMedia.com, hit that search bar, look for the word sandbag. Oh, good. That's a, great, that's a great reminder for they people. Will be up there and jump out there. Get those sandbags done while you've got the time. Now, uh, speaking of getting things done, are you looking forward to YDOT getting this project on, on Main really, really <laughs> moving a, along? That's a good question. You know, um, yeah, so the Main Street Resurfacing and Utility Upgrade Project, I think, is kicking off today. They were hoping to kick it off last last week um, to get it going, uh, but the weather, of course, you know, played a role and, and stalled that out a little bit. But I uh, believe the streets have been are being shut down and the, the construction's going to start, and it will be good to get through this project. It's been a while that they, uh, YDOT has been, and the city of Sheridan have been talking about it, definitely a long time coming in needing to replace those utilities, right? So Absolutely. over 50 years old, and you know a lot about it. I'm sure um, YDOT and, and the city have been talking a lot about it. Is it something that everybody's looking forward to? You know, know the challenges? Um, absolutely not. But the results of it 
Absolutely. Yeah. We need it. Um, and so, you know, our we're working closely with YDOT, with the city of Sheridan, with the downtown Sheridan Association, who's our main street organization um, to, you know, help help support the businesses. And there's there's several things in play. And um, so I guess today we would just say encourage people to get down and support those businesses, especially the ones that are, you know, within the construction zone. And this project, of course, is a two-year project, um, and they're going to do some rolling closures. One thing I wanted to remind people, because I think a lot of people remember the last time that the resurfacing happened, right, where and where the sidewalks were done and the sidewalks were closed down, the sidewalks will stay open. So you can still have get to those businesses um, within those closures. So, and, you know, lots of uh, parking, um, you know, there should be parking relatively close. At least the weather should be nice. So, you know, to get a little exercise and, and hopeful pe- hopefully people will continue to really support our local businesses, the ones that might be a little bit more challenge- or challenged because they're inside those closures. And just remember, folks, you know, if you're driving by and you're thinking, dang, I'm not going to be able to get to so-and-so today. That's not true. The sidewalks are going to be open, like you said, and the majority of downtown has back doors, and a right. lot of them have opened those up as, Absolutely. as an access point. Absolutely. So there are uh, That's other another ways option. to get to those businesses, mm-hmm. so make sure that you are down there supporting them. Now, the city offered a tie-in for the new utility lines, giving owners the ability to install sprinkler systems. Have you heard much about this from your business owners, or a lot of them, did a lot of them take that option? Or You know, I think some are still looking at that. Um, I do know that early on with some of our meetings, YDOT and the city were definitely making sure that that information was out there so our building owners knew it. I also know that they were going door to door and they were contacting the building owners downtown to make sure that Perfect. they were aware of the opportunity. So that that's a great reminder if you haven't had an opportunity to, to connect with YDOT or the city on that um, or don't know where to go, you can always give us a call at the chamber and we'll make sure that we connect you with the right person, uh, whether it's the contractor or or the white daughter of the city. And then also just a reminder that there will be weekly updated uh, public meetings happening. So now that the um, now that the pro- project has started every Wednesday at 1.30 at ERA Carroll Realty Second Floor Conference Room, there will be weekly updated meetings. And so if you have questions or some comments or want to know um, more information, just come come on down to ERA Carroll Realty on Wednesdays. And, you know, it might be a good idea if you're a business owner to just go down there. Something might be brought up. They might hit a snafu. We don't know what's mm-hmm. going to be discussed at these meetings. If they find something along the way, I'm sure they're going to let everybody know in a very timely manner. Right. All right. Speaking of timely, this month's Chamber Lunch Program, what are we going to be discussing? Well, that's this Wednesday. So I just wanted to uh, uh, invite anybody who would like to attend to come on uh, out to our Chamber Lunch Program. We do ask for advanced registrations because we're working with a caterer in our venue to make sure that we can get our numbers. So you need to register by 4 p.m. today with the Chamber, but we're having a we'll have a great program this month. Uh, We're going to hear from Joe Steger. So Joe is is a realtor with Century 21 BHJ Realty, but he's also somebody, one of those people that is in our community that um, when the war in Ukraine broke out, um, he kind of stepped forward and jumped into action and um, started finding ways to deliver some critical supplies and help the people of Ukraine that were being so impacted. And he's going to be telling his story a little bit about humanitarian um aid in Ukraine. So we would invite anybody who wants to hear about that, hear from Joe, um, 
to, to come to the chamber lunch program. Again, just, just RSVP by 4 p.m. today so we can make sure we have a good number and enough food and enough seats and all of that. And you can, you can uh, RSVP by calling us at 672-2485. You can stop by our office at 54 South Main. Or you can register on our website, which is SheridanWyomingChamber.org. But uh, this lunch program is going to be a great one. Um, we're seeing a lot of people register right now. So uh, get online and get registered. You know, uh, the idea of uh, getting that humanitarian aid itself is challenging. But then figuring out the logistics on how to get all of those materials and needed goods or maybe even money. Mm-hmm. to the people of the Ukraine has got to be an absolute challenge. Absolutely. And you know what's so interesting? There's so many people in our community that do things um, without wanting the recognition. Yeah. So this was, you know, this being able to highlight um, or ha- hear from Joe about his experiences, he wasn't doing it so he could get recognition locally or, you know, or nationwide. He was doing it to actually make a difference and yeah. to help. And so some of those stories, it's fun to be able to, um, have them come to a chamber lunch program and talk about those. So, and it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's wonderful that we have some citizens in our community that are willing to, to put their lives on the line, right. To, to do what needs to be done to help other people. So it's just one of those, uh, one of those stories we're hoping to, um, again, have a really great turnout for it, but it is open to anybody who would like to attend. I just, let me let you know, it's $20 a person that includes the program and a lunch buffet. So it's at the best Western Sheridan center. It'll be at 1130 on Wednesday, April 12th. And, um, we do ask for you to RSVP today. We are having Killies uh, provide the catering for us, and they're going to do pulled pork, mac- macaroni and cheese, and some of their great salads. They're and bringing out the cake. good stuff. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> and then it's also hosted by our Platinum Community Partner, PDS. So we're they're going to do. Um, we're going to hear from PDS, and um, there's going to be some door prizes and uh, lots of great opportunities to make those connections. Of course. Now, uh, we've got uh, a lunchtime conversation about open spaces hosted by the Chamber's Ag and Natural Resources Committee. What are we going to see there? So the, the last uh, session of lunchtime conversations that we have scheduled for this year so far will take place on Tuesday, April 25th at noon at Luminous Brewhouse. It's free, open to anybody who would like to attend. And it's been, uh, we've had some really great discussions uh, so far this year. So we started in January and then held one in February, March, and then this is our last one. We're going to talk a little bit about, uh, kind of dive in and explore communities who've done it right or done it well. And that's talking about maintaining open spaces. So as we continue to um, look at our community moving forward and planning for the future, how do we make sure that those open spaces are protected and and are at least um, included in conversations when planning happens and and, and whatnot. So this will be an opportunity, if you're interested, to talk about our open spaces and want to come join us at Luminous on April 25th. Um, grab a grab a lunch and, and come on down. And we really want to um, thank Luminous for opening their doors and allow us allowing us to have those in there. They're not open at that time typically during the day, but they've let us come in and use their space, and it's been. Uh, fantastic. But that's an effort of our Ag and Natural Resources Committee and lots of partners that are involved in that. So um, just want to thank all of our volunteers and everybody for pulling those together. But mark it on your calendar and come on down. One thing I do have to say about the breweries around here is they've really stepped up and, and uh, kind of became a, a, a space where people can hold these types of events. 
Um, you know, I don't know if that's uh, generally the way it is in other communities with breweries, but ours certainly do that, um, which I, I fully support. Uh, you know, back in the day, uh, the brewery or, or the saloon was where a lot of the folks in town would go to meet. You know, it's kind of a tradition to, right. to do such things. Now, uh, business after hours. So Wednesday, April 19th, Century 21 BHJ Realty, they'll play host to Business After Hours, and it'll take place at their location down on Main Street. There's going to be great food, beverages, door prizes, um, and just an opportunity to make those connections. So uh, they invite you out 5 to 7 p.m. Wednesday, April 19th for Business After Hours. Business Before Hours. And Business Before Hours. The next one will be held on Wednesday, May 3rd, 7.30 to 9 a.m., and that'll be hosted by Advanced Therapy. So they're just a above Jimmy John's. So uh, Jenny and her team would love for people to come out, um, look, you know, come into advanced therapy, see what they've got going on. Again, make some connections, have some morning refreshments and win some door prizes. Well, uh, there you go. You get a door prize and a cup of coffee. (laughs) All right. We're going to have more with the CEO of the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce. When we return, stay with us. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM, Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan College Foundation is receiving these funds for random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Right now, all individual recliners, accent chairs, and club chairs are on sale at Moss Holders Design Center. With loads of in-stock options, you can find the chair or recliners that fit your needs best. Even if you can't find the perfect option in stock, all special orders will be discounted as well. Choose from swivel chairs, fabric or leather recliners, and chairs with matching ottomans. Every chair and every recliner will be discounted. That's Moss Holders Chair and Recliner Sale, going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, they have a wide selection of estate jewelry, including gold, silver, and platinum. With new items arriving weekly, now is the perfect time to stop in. Items include pre-owned Rolex watches, vintage and modern rings, pendants, earrings, and more, all at great values. They're also buyers of gold, silver, and platinum jewelry, paying maximum prices for diamonds and fine gemstones. So hurry in to Legacy Diamond and Gems, where quality and value are always in style. Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street, downtown Sheridan. Part-time employment at $12.50 to $13.50 an hour? How about pro-rated benefits that include annual sick leave, paid holidays, and participation in the Wyoming Retirement System? The Sheridan County Fulmer Public Library is currently looking for people to fill multiple library assistant positions in their information services and circulation departments offering 20 to 24 hours per week, depending on the position. For more information and to apply, go to SheridanYOLibrary.org. Champion Funeral Home is dedicated to providing compassionate and personalized service to your families. They provide support, 
personable care and affordable prices to Sheridan and Johnson County and surrounding areas. Champion Funeral Home has been family owned and operated since 1911. They will comfort you in your time of need and provide your family with a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Contact Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6369. Tax season's greetings from your friends at H&R Block. Whether you choose to file virtually, in person, or via drop-off, let's make it a season worth celebrating. File your way with H&R Block and get upfront, transparent pricing, expert help at every step, and a max refund guarantee that means you'll ring in the season by getting every dollar you deserve. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. Hi, this is Barb Hodson with your family-owned H&R Block in Sheridan. Visit us today. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. With me this morning is the Chief Executive Officer of the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, Mrs. Dixie Johnson. And last time we spoke, Dixie, uh, you were looking for someone to fill a position. Has that been filled? We were so fortunate to have some great applicants for our open position of an office resource specialist, and we did. Um, one, I'm glad to report. I'm so happy to report to hear, that yeah. we did um, hire Kaylin McKinley. So Kaylin is a, a local, um, a, a local young lady who grew up here and graduated from Bighorn High School, the University of Wyoming, and um, I might get it wrong. I think it's Le Cordon Bleu in London, but um, she's a pastry chef as well. Oh wow! Very talented young lady. We're so excited that she has joined our team, and she started last Monday. So she's a weekend. She showed back up this morning, which is really good <laughs> in, in this day and age you're never really sure you right? know oh gosh you know the worker shortage is a is a real crisis in our in our country yeah. and it's hitting you know everybody knows it's it's a challenge and so um you know employers are having to do a lot of different things now and you know, they're really having to focus on what that you know on culture and creating that culture and mm-hmm. uh employee retention and you know adapting and changing um, because, uh, you know, workers, they want different things now, you know, especially post COVID, a lot of them want more flexibility and different things. And it's like, wow, who can blame them? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> How come I... we never knew that when we were young, we were just happy to get a job. You know, you know what I'm saying? Back Coming, in the day. Yeah. yeah back um, in the day it was you know, different. Growing up in the seventies and eighties. And then, you know, you were just, uh, uh, you were just pleased to be able to, to for, that somebody wanted to hire you. Absolutely. I mean, I, I can remember my first, uh, you know, kind of uh, straight across the board, legitimate job. Right. Not, not like a, I'm going to help this guy or help this guy for some money. But uh, I was 16 years old washing dishes and uh, I was I was happy to be there. Right. You know? <laughs> it was right. a steady paycheck. It was something that was dependable. There was always going to be a dish that needed to be washed. But I worked my way up. And uh, within two years, I was running their second restaurant. Oh, wow. So that's that's how it can happen. Yeah, I think my first real job was at Dairy Queen here in town. Oh, wow, really? Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe between my eighth and eighth grade and freshman year of high school, which seems like, man, I was really young at that point. Then I went to Kentucky Fried Chicken and worked there for three years. <laughs> 
That's a long time to that work at a, a long time. food restaurant. That, that is a lot, especially like a fast food place, <laughs> right. you know? But I mean, you're, you, when you're young like that, that's a good position. Yeah, it it's really a good was. starter position. I learned so much. Learned so much there. Now, uh, we've also got an anniversary going on down there. What's right. going on? Right. Also last week, uh, one of our team members uh, celebrated their 14th anniversary at the Chamber of oh, Commerce. fantastic. Teresa Dedimore is our program development director. And if you don't know She's Teresa, great. you're missing out. She is great. She really does a fantastic fantastic job isn't always the first one who wants to be out in the front of the public talking um coming to the public pulse and talking every once while we have to we make her do that um she doesn't love it but she does a great job she, and really, she does. really holds everything together down at the chamber and i just want to uh if you if you'd get a chance reach out to teresa and tell her how much we appreciate her her work at the chamber and her commitment to the community well i'll say it right now happy anniversary teresa uh job well done now coming up we've got the ignite conference and the registration is open, correct? Re- registration is open for our 8th Ignite Conference. So uh, just just to kind of give everybody an idea of what this is. So, gosh, several years ago, nine years ago, I guess it was, uh, we uh, did a survey to our membership and we were asking what they were needing to help them grow their businesses, help them uh, keep their businesses strong, uh, help their businesses thrive. And we heard back that they were looking for access to um to training, to knowledge, to professional development here and shared many of them expressed sentiment, sentiments that they had to send their employees away from Sheridan in order to access um, some of this knowledge. So we started and we have great partners with our community college and there is um, great learning going on. But we put together um, this Ignite Conference, which is a full day professional development conference. And it's really you could send anybody from your your business. You could go uh, if as an owner of a business, as an entrepreneur just starting out, as somebody who's been working, for, you know, as an, a large employer, um, your new supervisors or um, new employees. There really is something within this conference for everybody. And our conference uh, this year will be held on May 16th out at Sheridan College. It's a full day professional development conference. And uh, registrations are open. You can access the information on our website. Um, but also would love for you to look through our great lineup of, of speakers and trainers and seminars. Um, it's going to be a full, full, a great full day conference. And we don't want you to miss out. So check it out. And, you know, when it comes to professional development, there is no finish line. You right. Know, there's always something uh, to learn. There's always new things being learned mm-hmm. and uh, taught at these conferences. So even if you've been doing what you do for 50 years, maybe it is a good idea to head on down on this conference and and. You might learn something new about a customer base. Right. And so I'll be on Public Pulse next month um, or plan to, provided you'll have me back. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'll talk a little bit more about some of those sessions and, and we'll dive a little bit more in depth into them. But we were talking just a minute ago about culture and employee retention and a new generation of workers. All of those topics are different training sessions within this conference. So check it out. We have 16 different sessions offered throughout the full day. You can come and decide which track you want to, um, to, to basically engage with. And, and so whether it's marketing or whether it's an entrepreneurial track, which we're partnering with impact Sheridan again on that, um, whether it's more of the leadership, uh, or just business growth, there's something in it for everybody. And, you know, even the U.S. Army's got to relearn certain things certain at uh, certain points. I can remember we took generational training. 
uh, right. throughout the state one year, basically kind of teaching us how to talk to millennials, mm-hmm. uh, something that uh, all of us had to kind of learn how to do because cultures change. Yeah. Things change. Uh, all right. Now. As uh, a reminder, one more time, the uh, Upgrade Project weekly meetings uh, with Offendel. Did I say Offendel? Offendel. Why dot and the City of Sheridan. Wednesdays, one thirty p.m. ERA Carroll Realty. Uh, you want to know what's going on? Head on up there, attend those meetings. Uh, Dixie, you got anything else for us? You know, just encourage people to support our local businesses now more than ever for the next couple of years while this project is happening. Um, you know, think about ways you might want to, uh, you know, kind of s- do a little bit more. Go a little bit above and, above and beyond to help support a lot of our businesses, especially a lot of the retail businesses who yeah. may not, um, without people walking through their doors, they may have a t- more difficult time. So, um you know, look for some more information coming from the chamber and downtown Sheridan Association and the city as we're partnering on different ways and some some fun ways to uh, encourage people to support our local businesses. If that's what it's about. Early Christmas shopping, folks. Early Christmas shopping. It's right. a great opportunity to get out there and get those things purchased. Now, Dixie, thank you for coming in this thank morning you, and having a conversation with us. Yeah, hope to see many of you at our chamber lunch program this Absolutely. week. Absolutely. All right. All right. Coming up after the break, we're going to speak with Compass Center for Families. This is Public Public. Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM. Share. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan College Foundation is receiving these funds for random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Wrap Plumbing and Heating can handle any job you have, big or small. From new construction to a pesky leaking toilet, the professionals at Wrap Plumbing and Heating are here to assist you. Drippy faucet? Sure. New shower hardware? No problem. Plumbing an entire new house? For sure. Logs that need snaked? Oh yeah. Rap Plumbing and Heating has not met a job they can't handle. Too big a crap? Call Dan Rap at 429-1196. Your locally owned McDonald's is looking for a general manager, owner Larry Storrow. Bob, as general manager, you'll be responsible for helping lead as well as hire and develop all employees. You will work with the management team to set goals and create a plan to achieve these goals. A background in quick service restaurants is strongly desired or experience in hospitality or retail. You will help guide the entire operation for success. Apply for this general manager position online at mchire.com. That's mchire.com. It's your comfort zone, your place to unwind. So why not have it be exactly how you want it? That's right, it's time to spruce up your home. If you're thinking about countertop remodeling in your kitchen, bar, or bathroom, now is the perfect time with the Bighorn Home Builders Home Show coming up to stop by the Sheridan Custom Stone booth and see what your future could have in store. So when you're ready for the big remodel, the big remodel will be ready for you. Visit Sheridan Custom Stone at 1765 South Sheridan Avenue or come see them at the home show next week to start your dream project. 
We are so ready for spring, and here's a sign that it's actually on its way. The 2023 Home and Garden Show is happening April 21st through 23rd at the Sheridan Ramada Plaza. Whether it's something new or all of those spring projects, your new dream patio, a whole new kitchen, or maybe a new roof, this show will help you get started. The Home and Garden Show is sponsored by the Bighorn Home Builders Association of Sheridan, whose members are committed to promoting the highest standards in the building industry. You know, there's a lot of different kinds of springs. There's the kind that you wind up tighter than two coats of paint. There's the ones you pull apart and they spring back, and there's the kind you push together and they bounce back. And there's the kind of spring that has time to get your 4 before side-by-side tuned up for the year. Just call Handos and Joe will spring into action. Heck, he'll even come and get it. Tune it up, fix it up, even rev it up. 4 before spring tune-ups at Handos Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Moss Holders Design Center is overstocked with accent chairs, club chairs, and recliners. So right now, every single chair and every individual recliner is on sale. Find the chair that fits your style best in stock or special order your favorite in a custom fabric or leather. Whether you'd like to swivel or have a matching ottoman, Moss Holders has choices. Or find the recliner with the best options for you. Whether that's a power headrest, a rocking recliner, or even a lift chair, Moss Holders has options. Moss Holders chair and recliner sale is going on now. Moss Holders, furniture our passion. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to go. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're excited to help you with your next painting project. We have added the PPG line of paints along with our True Value paint line. This allows you so many new and exciting options for your next project. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing the right product, we're here to help. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan College Foundation is receiving these funds for random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. Joining us for the second part of our show this morning from the Compass Center for Families are the co-executive directors, Tiffany Reeser and Kassan Matson. Good morning, ladies, and welcome to the show. Good morning, Floyd. We're delighted to be here. <laughs> oh, and I love seeing it. Nothing but smiles coming on down. Uh, now, you're over here from Buffalo, or do you work here and live in Buffalo? Well, actually, Compass Center for Families is a two-county agency. So I live in Buffalo, but I'm over in Sheridan three days of work. Tiffany lives in Sheridan, but we work in Buffalo. We support families in both counties. Fantastic. Fantastic. So it's it's more like uh, uh, instead of two uh, locations for one, it's mm-hmm. just basically one kind of spread out, right? Yep. We have one organization with a Sheridan County campus and a Johnson County campus. There you go. All right. Now, uh, let's talk about what Compass Center for Families is and what your mission is. Yeah. So Compass um, has been providing services in Sheridan and Johnson County since 1991. Um, We started with the court-appointed special advocate program, CASA program. A lot of people know us as that program. Um, And with a mission of advocating for abused and neglected children. 
over the last 32 years, we've shifted our programming to focus more on prevention because we know that that's what um, families need to be strong and to prevent child abuse and neglect before it happens. And our current mission is partnering to build strong communities by strengthening families. Now, how do we how do we fulfill a mission? What are the what are the techniques that we use? Well, I would love to talk about that, Floyd. One, um, we have five programs at Compass Center for Families. Tiffany highlighted on the CASA program, Court Appointed Special Advocates. That's a program where community members are trained to become volunteers to represent the best interests of a child in a child abuse and neglect case. We also have a visitation program, a visitation and custodial exchange. We call that our family visitation program. And that's a program where um, children are able to come to our location and visit the people who love them in a safe and monitored environment. Sometimes that's necessary. Uh, We have a parent enrichment program where we provide parent enrichment or education classes um, to all families in our communities, anybody who would need that. We have classes, a, a wide range of classes from Love and Logic, which is just some tools in the tool belt for any parent, uh, to strengthening families, which is really geared towards teens and tweens. That's really cool because the teens come with their parents and they really work on engaging as a family, setting rules for a family. And then we also have a parent enrichment class called um, Trust-Based Relational Intervention. And that is designed uh, specifically for children who have experienced a lot of trauma. Um, Yes, Trauma can come from child abuse and neglect, but can, it can also come from medical reasons, adoption, birth trauma. And we, we really work hard at our organization to make sure we have a scaffolding of classes to meet anybody's needs. Um, we have two other programs, though. Uh, one people hear about more increasingly, I would say, is the Parent Liaison Program. Mm-hmm. Compass has partnered with Sheridan County School District 2 and Thrive in Bozeman, Montana, well, in Sheridan, it's been, we're in our eighth years in the it's schools wow. here. Um, and Johnson County recently added the parent liaison program in their elementary levels in both Buffalo and KC this last year. And so we are providing that program in both counties. The mission of that program is to um, support engagement between parents and schools. Because when parents and schools are communicating and on the same page, kids do better. Uh, and our final program is Project Thrive. Project Thrive is a program that's really designed to help walk alongside individuals who are experiencing poverty and help them gain education, skills, um, knowledge, opportunity to help mobilize out of poverty. So we serve a lot of families. Uh, In the last year, I think we served 1,600 families in both Johnson and Sheridan County. Um, And so you asked how we meet that mission. Well, we, we do it through those programs. But it's very important to know we don't do it alone. Yeah. Um, It is Child Abuse Prevention Month. And in order to prevent child abuse in communities, we need strong communities who are aware of uh, families who struggle and and are aware of how to support them. And both uh, Johnson and Sheridan County have amazing, amazing. We have amazing partners from community nonprofits to churches to schools. Um, so we don't work, do that work alone. We reach out and we work with so many other organizations to wrap around families in needs. So our communities could thrive because we know families make up communities. We're growing our communities. And if we don't support 
all families in our community, we don't have a strong community. That's right. So we're happy to report that in Johnson and Sheridan County, we have partners who are on the same page as us, uh, really working to strengthen families. Now, Kassan, when we talk about partnering with those organizations, um, how does that work? Do they take on say, like a counseling session or give you space to hold those classes, things like that. How do they help support uh, the Compass mission? Man, Floyd, that is an awesome question because I would say there are as many answers to that as there Mm -hmm. are challenges that would arise. Um, We. We have so many nonprofits, and I'll just say a few, for example, that they have their own mission. So we partner commonly with Salvation Army, Volunteers of America, um, the Food Group, Foster Parent Exchange, the Senior Center. um, Advocacy and Resource Group is a great partner. Absolutely. Uh, Churches, um, local foundations. Um, Basically, we work... Every year we meet with our, our, our community partners. We really work to do this every year to say like, hey, what's new with you? Mm-hmm. Here's what we're doing. How can we best partner? We work to build relationships within our community because inevitably in each of our programs, we have professionals who are working with families. And whatever needs come up, it could be unique. It could be a family who is looking for, I need summer camp, um, child care, and enrichment opportunities for my children. So we're like, all right, YMCA, uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, the Parks and Rec Department. Other times, it's families who may be struggling with unexpected challenges, um, a divorce, yeah. a separation. And they want to have skills to communicate well, um, they, we refer them to our co-parent education class. Other times it's families. There are many families in our communities who are living in poverty, mm-hmm. struggling with poverty. And so there are families who really need support with food insecurity, um, housing, maintaining their housing. Um, housing is a huge issue. Right housing now. is huge. a huge issue in both counties. Well, and there are things that go along with housing that are barriers that we don't always think of. Even our, ourselves, when we work with families all the time, there was a need that came up a couple of weeks ago for laundry services. There was a family that was displaced. They were living in a hotel temporarily, and they were having to send their kids to school in dirty clothes because they didn't have access to yeah. a laundry service or the change for the laundry. So we were able to partner, I think it was with the church, to be able to provide um, a transportation to a laundromat to wash those clothes, which it seems like such a simple need, one that we take for granted, you know, most of us, but it made a huge difference in their lives and in their current situation. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people misunderstand when they think, well, I'm going to help somebody, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, in need, thinking it's all going to be like this monetary Mm -hmm. type of service, Mm -hmm. when in fact, something like that, Mm -hmm. just a little bit of help to clean my kids' clothes could make their whole world feel brand new. Mm-hmm. One of the things we talk about at Compass Center for Families all the time is that whoever walks in our door is treated with mm-hmm. the dignity and respect that every human deserves. And what we find frequently, um, you're right, Floyd, a lot of people think, oh, these people just need money. Or mm-hmm. um, really what is the most powerful thing we see over and over and over again, whether it's in our work or our work with our partners, is that When families or individuals are facing challenges, it's hard. It Mm -hmm. can be overwhelming and it can be scary. And when you have a professional who can come and walk alongside you to listen, to help generate solutions and connect you to those solutions, that means a lot. And I retain dignity. Yeah. Yes. 
which is something I think a lot of people can certainly understand. We can get stuck in a hard place. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't want to say pride like it's a dirty word, mm-hmm. but we're not a culture uh, here in Wyoming that is, is given to asking for help mm-hmm. very often. The great thing, though, even though that isn't true, we find both of our communities are so giving. Yeah. It might be hard to ask, but what we find that our community members and our partners in communities, both Johnson and Sheridan County, when there's a need, they come to the table. They really families. do. Absolutely. Yeah. All families need support at some time. Every every family, often we don't anticipate it. It is sudden, unexpected, or, or common life events that we just haven't experienced yet uh, that can be overwhelming, that can be a little challenging. And when you connect with people who provide you support, it's powerful. And individuals and our part community partners show up for families all the time. Mm-hmm. In our and that's where you really see mm-hmm. community. Yes. Absolutely. Because that's what a community is for. We're yeah. just a tribe together Absolutely. trying to help each other out. Now, um, I had a, another question in regard to volunteers. Uh, I, I did an interview with an individual a number of years ago who was a member of uh, CASA, if, mm-hmm. if I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. And, and, and he was a very accomplished man, but the proudest thing that he wanted to talk about was his time with CASA. Mm-hmm. Um, he felt like that is where, you know, he really made the most difference. Um, so we'll touch on that, just a, a, a quick explanation of how someone can volunteer and what do they need like, what are the prereqs for that? I think the biggest one is you have to care. You have to say, I can stand up for a child. I can be the voice that they need. A CASA volunteer is the only one involved in um, in a case of involving child abuse and neglect. They're the only ones who are there who are not paid to be there. And they're the only ones who are there who their sole focus is what is best for this child that I am being the voice for? Where should they live? What should their life look like? What activities do they need? What support do they need to come from where they are to where they need to be? So you need to care. You need to think that that's worth your time. And then there is some training that's involved. Yeah. It's um, The initial training is um, a lot of it's self-directed. A lot of it's online. But our CASA program managers guide a new volunteer start to finish. They provide support. They provide ongoing training. Um, I think it's about 40 hours in the beginning. Is that right? Absolutely. It's a, it's a big investment, um, but I think it's one of the most important investments that you can make with your time. I agree, because you're investing in a child. Yes. And children who are involved in the child abuse and neglect system in our communities are arguably the most vulnerable children in our community. And when you have a caring, invested community volunteer who meets with that child on a regular basis, it's important to know this is, it's not mentoring. We aren't, a, it, CASA isn't a mentoring program. Our volunteers meet with children and they meet with all of the family members, professionals, educators, counselors, anybody who is involved in that case to, to understand how is it going? How is the child doing? How is the family making progress? And then they report to the judge what they think is the best interest of that child. And uh, they're doing that for the most vulnerable children in our community. And again, in order to have strong communities, we have to have strong families. Some families need a little extra support. Now, if someone wanted to volunteer for that, what do they need to do? They need to call us and they need to talk with Shannon in Sheridan. Um, And they need to, there is a pre-interview. Shannon just has a conversation. 
why are you interested? You know, what, what is your background? Um, this is what it would look like. We really make sure it's a good fit for both Compass and for the potential volunteer. So after that pre-interview is done, then they start working on scheduling the training. Um, a lot of it, like I said, is self-directed and is online, but there is some group training with our, our, our other volunteers, which I think is really helpful to get that peer su- uh, support. Yeah. Hear, uh, hear their story about this. I've been a CASA volunteer. This is what it looks like for me. Um, and then once the training is completed, then they're sworn in. We have a swearing in ceremony, <clears throat> excuse me, ceremony. And then they're assigned their first case. Mm-hmm. And then um, Shannon really, really walks alongside them um, start to finish. You're never alone. You're not just thrown out there. Okay, you're trained. Go Absolutely. be a volunteer Yeah, left now. seat, right seat ride, right? Yeah, That's yeah. what we used to call it. So yeah. <laughs> keeping an eye on me during the first yeah. part of the road. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it's a very important, like I said, it's a very important volunteer position. And I would love to let our community members know we are in desperate need of more CASA volunteers. Um, we probably have 28 mm-hmm. children currently who do not have a community CASA volunteer. And that means that our program manager in Johnson County and Sheridan County ensure those children have a CASA, but it's them. And we would love for that to be a community member. Um, And so we are really asking for volunteers to people to look within to themselves, look at the amount of time they have and look into their heart because these children really need a community volunteer to uh, represent their best interest in a child abuse and neglect case. And there you go, folks. If you're looking for uh, a good goal or, or a good place to put your time, I, I really can't think of, of any other that would be any better than being the voice of a child who uh, is is in a bad way. You know, Absolutely. so uh, great time to step up. Uh, I'm I'm running out of time, but I do want to ask if for those individuals who who don't have that amount of time, but they want to help somehow. Uh, maybe monetarily is the only way that they have to help. What do they need to do to make a donation? So if they visit our website, they'll find a really shiny, pretty donate button in the middle of our website page, and they can click on that. They'll be directed to some options. We can do a one-time donation. We also have the opportunity to do a roundup donation where you can choose an amount and say, I want to donate any of my spare change up to $20 a month. That's an option on our website. So that's a great way to give. And I would say, too, it, if it's not just monetarily, but time. If you have time and you can tell someone, hey, I know about Compass. This is what they do. And you can help us spread our mission. We always need that support. Become one of the town criers, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. All right. I got two minutes left. Tell me about the Light of Hope 2023 event. We're so excited. So we always have our Light of Hope event in April because April is Child Abuse Prevention Month. Um, and this year it will be at the Sheridan Inn. We're so excited. They're our major event sponsor. We're thrilled to be able to be there. We'll be honoring St. Peter's Episcopal Church as this year's champion for children. Um, the doors will open at 730. The breakfast will be at 8. Um, it's free. Come and learn about Compass. We will ask everyone in attendance to contribute monetarily to Compass, but the breakfast is free and the Bighorn Y is catering and it will be delicious. And we would love, if any community members are interested in attending, we would love to have them RSVP because we want to make sure we have enough seats and enough breakfast for everybody who would like to come. Uh, where do I send my RSVP again? So please call KV at 
888-222-2269, and she'll get you on the list. All right, fantastic. Uh, Tiffany Kassan, I greatly appreciate you taking the time to come over here and have this conversation with me. Let's uh, let's make this a regular thing. I would love to have Compass come in. We'd love that. Give me too. updates. We would love that, Floyd. I'd love to hear about what's going on down there and all the great work that you do. Thank you. Thank right. you so much. It will be our pleasure. All right, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share it in. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment The Sheridan College Foundation is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Are you a professional in the mechanical trades? Powder River Heating and Air Conditioning, a family-owned company, is currently hiring commercial construction plumbers and service plumbers. Benefits include year-round employment with great pay based on experience and performance, health insurance, life insurance, a 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and travel time. Ready for a change? Apply online at powderriverheating.com or email kent at prhvac.com. Powder River Heating and Air Conditioning is an equal opportunity employer. Are you a Main Street business in Sheridan that's concerned about the upcoming Main Street road construction project? Have you thought about how you're going to keep folks coming to your location? Why not use the radio that you're listening to right now to let people know that you're open or about any special deals you're running? Sheridan Media is currently running advertising specials for any Main Street businesses located between Dow and Coffeen from April to October during the duration of this construction season. We also have special rates for the Country Bounty. If you want to learn more, and you know that you do, contact me, Aaron Linden, at 752-5961. Or contact me, Gene Sterling, at gene at SheridanMedia.com. Sheridan Media is an employee-owned, Sheridan-based company that cares deeply about Sheridan. And we want to do what we can to keep the community moving during this time. And we're looking forward to speaking to you about this exciting opportunity. In an idealized, seductively mythical Vienna of the past, a wise woman of the world is involved with a much younger lover. She is ultimately forced to accept the laws of time, giving him up to a pretty young heiress. Find out how it all unfolds in the Metropolitan Opera's presentation of Strauss's most popular opera, De Rosen Cavalier. 10 a.m. Saturday, April 22nd at Sheridan's Wild Theater. Whether you're planting a tree or digging a foundation, contact One Call of Wyoming at 1-800-849-2476 or 811. Call two business days before you dig. It's free and required by law. Repairs to utilities can be expensive. Cutting a gas line or electrical line can be deadly. No matter if it's weekend yard work or major construction, call One Call of Wyoming at 1-800-849-2476 or 811. Sponsored by Public Service Commission, Wyoming Association of Broadcasters in this station. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk 930. K-O-E.